Hey, and welcome back to Real Estate Accelerate's podcast series, What Every New Agent Asks, Should Ask, and Should Do to Start a Successful Real Estate Career. This is Chuck Dinsmore, and I'll be walking you through this incredible Q&A session today. Just a little bit about my background. I grew up in this business, but I've been licensed since 2000, and I've seen good markets and bad markets as I watched everyone around me struggle with the ups and downs of this crazy profession. Because of these systems and techniques that I'm going to teach you today, I get to have the time to do what I really love, and that is share my knowledge and experience with you. So relax, listen, and enjoy today's core topic on accelerating your business. Now let's get started. Hey everybody and welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about prospecting and that's one of the most important things you can do in your business. It's so important that we're going to spread this out over several weeks, but today we're going to cover the basics. Let's tackle the most important part of your business, your lifeblood, prospecting. Once you master this skill, you'll be assured the constant flow of income in a successful business. Prospecting is a habit. Habits take time to develop and they are developed through repetition. The key to developing good habits quickly is understanding the core qualities of the habit and the results that habit will produce. That is, what exactly do you need to be doing and why are you doing it? It barely needs saying that there are good habits as well as bad habits. We must be vigilant in weeding out or adjusting the bad ones. Prospecting is so important that I'm planning to dedicate the next four to five sessions with you to make sure that you master it. In this session, we're going to cover the basics, getting started, organizing your base. Future sessions will cover defining your customer, farming, marketing types and costs, the internet, and the dreaded cold call. But let's start with the basics today. In this session, you'll learn about your sphere of influence, where to find customers, how to get them to call you, and getting the word out. When we're done, you'll be able to immediately implement today's training to generate at least two new leads every day. How do you like that? How would you like to have 10 new customers to work with by the end of next week? To get us in the right frame of mind, though, I want to take you to the movies. No, this is not a free ticket, but I want you to think about the last time you went to a movie. Did you like the film? Did you hate it? Really take a minute and get the title in your mind and think about how you felt about it. If you're not a moviegoer, you can do the same exercise with a vacation you recently took or a new restaurant that you tried. Think about where you were, what you saw or ate, how you experienced it, and what did you like best. Now that you have your experience down, did you share that experience with anyone? I bet if you really liked it, you encouraged them to see it or to try it themselves, right? How many people did you tell about your experience? Maybe, regrettably, you had a bad experience. What features do you remember that you didn't like? How many people did you tell about this negative experience? How did it affect their desire to have the same experience? Did it turn them off? Did they avoid the same thing because of what you shared with them? The point to this exercise is to show that people put a lot of stock into what others think. This is especially true of people they know, like, and trust. It is called social justification or social proof. Think about it. When's the last time you considered a new movie, restaurant, or vacation spot? Did you ask your friends if they had seen or heard of it? Did you ask their opinion? Social proof is so strong that I bet some of your friends said they had not personally experienced it, but knew someone that had, and they said it was great. 
You took this as proof as if it had come directly from your friend, didn't you? Wouldn't you rather do something a friend recommends over risking a new experience yourself? We are inundated with information all of the time, constantly, every day. According to Eugene Shea in his thesis, How the Brain Works, our brains receive up to 100 million pieces of environmental and sensory information every single second. There is no way we can process all of the information. We would overload. The human psyche has developed shortcuts to deal with this overwhelm. One way, social proof, relies on others' experiences to shortcut our own. Why reinvent the wheel? They have already had the experience, measured it, reported on it, and filed it away. We can use their experience to shortcut our own and make a determination whether it's really worth our time to pursue the same experience or to give it up. This happens all the time, so naturally that we're barely even aware of it. So now that we know the power of social proof, and believe me, we're barely touching the subject, how do we use it to drum up business? It all starts with your sphere of influence. Your sphere of influence consists of several layers. The inner layer are those people close to you, such as family, friends, and loved ones. Your next layer are people that you see regularly, including coworkers, fellow members of your place of worship, parents at your child's school that you regularly interact with, teachers, bankers, accountants, attorneys, etc. All of these people so far have one thing in common. They know, respect, and like you. They will pay attention to you if you talk to them. They will take your phone call. They value your opinion. And because of their opinion of you, they will rely on you for social proof. In a word, you have influence. Now add the rest of the world that you regularly deal with, such as service people, doctors, dentists, sales clerks, waiters, and your favorite dry cleaner, and you can see that you have access to an abundance of people who know who you are. What they may not know, however, is that you're a realtor. Worse, even if you told them, most of them have already forgotten. So let's break this into two parts, who you know and how to make sure they know that you're in the business. Part 1. Who you know. Make a list of your closest 100 friends and acquaintances. Don't worry, you got peeps. Did you know that the average funeral is attended by over 350 people? You shouldn't have to die before you see who all you know. This exercise will help you establish your first client database. Take a blank sheet of paper in your notebook or use a spreadsheet if you want to go paperless. Write down everyone you know. At this point, don't judge them. Don't rate them on whether they can buy a home or not or how well you know them. Just write them down, one per line. To get you started, who are your family and friends? Who are their friends that you have met and remember you? Who are your service providers, doctors, lawyers, accountants, dentists, teachers? Who do you shop with, store owners, waiters, grocery clerks? Your goal is to get to 100 people. We've included a handy tool with this episode called Memory Jogger to help you get started. Look for the PDF download under the episode link. Still stuck? Take out your cell phone and start with the A's. You wouldn't believe how many names you have collected over the years. Pause the podcast and do this now. Welcome back. Now go back through your list and add phone numbers. 
If you feel inclined, write down something recent that you might remember about the person. You need to have at least 20 phone numbers to proceed to part two, but go ahead and fill out as many as you can. If you don't have 20, then you didn't go through your cell phone. Pause the podcast and do the work. So let's move on to part two, getting the word out. Who are you? You're a Realtor. Repeat after me. I am a Realtor. Let's let your world know. It's time to tell everyone in your sphere of influence that you're in the business. The easiest way to get the word out is to pick up the phone. Wait, I hear that. You want to send emails and post on Facebook. We'll get to that. But the quickest way to get a response and to generate leads and ultimately make a sale is to pick up the phone. Say it with me. The phone is my friend. The reason we want to use the phone is that each call not only tells the person that you're a Realtor, but it can generate two or more immediate leads. One in every ten people is considering buying or selling a house. Each of your friends knows at least 20 people. So, that is at least two people that they know who are in the market. Wouldn't they prefer to have a friend, that is you, rather than a stranger working with their other friend? Do you think their other friend would give more consideration to working with a friend of a friend over a total stranger? Think back to the movie example. Social proof is all-powerful. If your friend respects you enough to recommend you, then you must be great. So pick up the phone and make the call. Before you do, though, have a rough idea of what you're going to say. Remember, you're talking to people you know, so it should be comfortable, and you should be able to have a normal conversation with them. By the way, we call these people your warm market, opposite of the cold market or cold calling. What you say doesn't have to be complicated. It's better to keep it simple. Here's an example. Hey, John, this is Chuck. How's it going? John says, great. What are you up to? Well, I just wanted to quickly let you know that I've started a new career in real estate. I'm working with Mega Broker, a well-established and experienced broker, and I was calling to see who you know that might be thinking of buying or selling a home. Now shut up, be quiet, and let them talk. They may know someone, they may not. Whatever the result is, thank them, and ask them if you can send them an email and perhaps mail them a couple of cards in case they think of anyone else. Now you can email them. Have a simple email ready to go, saying that it was great talking to them, and thanking them for thinking of you when they need a Realtor. You can personalize it a little more, but keep it short and sweet. Same idea for a thank you letter with your cards. Include two to three cards. One rule that I try to follow when dealing with prospects is, is I never send an email unless I call and tell them it's coming first. Look at your list. If you call the 20 people that you have numbers for, you'll probably generate 30 to 50 leads. Also, you now have email addresses for all 20 of the contacts. Set aside daily time to make these calls. Make at least 10 calls, 5 days per week, and you will be golden. Don't worry, you'll not run out of names. You will always be meeting new people, and your new customers will always be referring their friends to you. Just ask them. Your list is alive. Always keep 20 or more fresh names and phone numbers on your list. These are the next 20 you are calling. If you only reach 10 this session, then replace them with 10 new ones. Find all of the phone numbers you can, but always know who the next 20 people are who you plan to call. Keep a dedicated notebook. Your list is your most valuable asset. 
Always keep it with you so that you can add names as you think of them. You may be driving through a neighborhood and suddenly see a shop that you frequent and you remember the owner's name. Add her to the list. If you're paperless, set your smartphone with the Record app on the main screen. Simply record the name as a memory jogger and then remember to add her to your spreadsheet when you get back to your computer. Always grow your list. It is pure gold. Write down everyone you come in contact with, including when and where you met them and who you met them through. To summarize, we've discovered that you have influence. You now know how to set up your most valuable asset, your list, and how to get the word out that you're in the business. It sounds so simple, but using the power of social proof, you will generate more leads with the least effort than any other type of prospecting. Who are you? You're a Realtor. Repeat, I am a Realtor. Form this habit. Be comfortable saying that you're a Realtor. Remember to mention it to everyone you come in contact with. You are your best advertiser. Now go out there, pick up the phone, and get those new customers. We'll talk to you next week with the next section. Hey, so that about wraps it up for today's session. As always, you can visit our site at www.hearchuck.com to ask your own questions and to subscribe to our series. It's absolutely free. If you like what you've heard today, please share the link with a friend and invite them to join you. If you really like it, go to the site and leave a rave review. I'm not above bribery, so if you leave a review, then forward a copy to me. I'll send you a free bonus by email. Just go to our site, www.hearchuck.com. Thanks again for listening. Remember to excel in everything you do. Live, love, and laugh fully, and most of all, make the world a better place. This is Chuck Finsmore, and I'll be speaking to you soon. So here's the required legalese. We are not attorneys. We do not give legal advice. We do not play attorneys on TV, nor do we give accounting advice. For that advice, please seek legal counsel or accounting or other licensed professional within the field that you're looking for. We also do not make recommendations to replace what your broker policy is. So if you have any questions at all, please check with your broker and make sure that you are adhering to their policies first, as well as the state laws in your area. The previous podcast is a production of Seaclear Academy and Chuck Densmore, copyright 2013 by Seaclear Academy. Duplication in any form whatsoever is expressly prohibited without written permission and will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. For further information, please visit our website at www.seaclearacademy.com.